Good evening, everyone. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Singly Gay Podcast. And I would like to introduce a really, really, really special Judy of mine, Miss L. Michelle. How you doing? Hey, what's hey. up? How are you? Doing all right, and you? Good. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure we, we can get together and kiki. I like to kiki and have fun and laugh all the time. <laughs> well, for everybody that's just tuning in or listening in, um, tonight's topic uh, is about transparently, duh. Um, I actually wanted to take this conversation in, uh, on a more deeper level and talk about things because um, we do have a lot of trans people in the world of all different, you know, shapes, sizes, and colors of the rainbow and never who they are, those different things. Um, some people feel represented, some people don't, depending on who you are, how you feel, what's your opinions, that's all on you, doesn't matter. Um, but I definitely wanted to touch on this because just to have a conversation of like Dylan starting from last year with the pandemic and then, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement because so many people, Black people were being killed by the police and different things of that nature. Um, and also like it was so many death, I mean, even prior before, it was so many death of a lot of trans women of color, you know, being killed. And if nobody posts about it or put up anything or talk about it, it's just like a lot of these women, like we wouldn't even know, we wouldn't have no names for them. So, you know, like, I want to know, like, how do you feel about that? And just like hearing about like the new um, women that just, you know, being killed or being murdered and passed and president, you know, you living your life as a strong black trans woman that you are in this mean, cruel world today. Um, For me, it's really, you know, it's disparaging and it's alarming. You know, I, um, I do feel that everyone deserves the right to live their lives openly and unapologetically. But I also realize that a lot of people aren't afforded the same opportunities that I've been afforded as far as, you know, transition, you know, um, it's really, you know, disparaging, you know, sometimes to turn on the news and hear, you know, that another, you know, trans woman has been, you know, murdered. And sometimes, oftentimes, more than not, she's always, you know, misgendered, yes. you know, in the case. Um, yeah, so it's 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 really, 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 really disparaging, you know. So we really have to do a better job at, you know, showing up for one another, holding people accountable and, you know, implementing laws that help us to remain safe. And yeah, so. I mean, yeah, because if I remember correctly, I mean, I know one point in time, you know, gay folks, you know, even back to Stonewall, they fought so much to have different rights and different things for them. Um, I just find it quite interesting. Arsha B. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. The, exactly. If, they don't, I mean, if you don't know who they are, honey, it was the black, it was black and brown trans women that started the gay movement, honey. Because without the trans women, this the gay movement would cease to exist. But I exactly. think that some people forget they they forget that you know they think that the gay men no. Uh -uh. <laughs> and that, that's what I was saying. That's what I was getting to because I was like, you would think that you will. It's just crazy with marching or fixing and doing things for 
gay rights that trans rights would be in there as well especially from you know like when you learn the history and the women that created and started and fought for certain things and spoke up for a lot of things right um i would thought they would at least also get that seat at the table as time went on as the gays were getting a seat at the table you know it's hard because and as quiet as it's kept a lot of gay men don't see it for trans women if we're gonna talk if we're gonna be you know, yes. if this is going to be what it's going to be, a lot yes. of gay men don't see it for the girls. As, as quiet as it's kept, a lot of the gay men still view a lot of us as men in wigs, as quiet as it's kept. Right. But um, it's, you know, it's hard, especially when, you know, gay men don't really know the first thing about being trans because they're not trans, but yet you want to tell us how we should be, but yet you've never walked a mile in our shoes. <sighs> yeah. It's the same thing about straight people try to talk, say things about gay people, and it's like, you're not gay. Right. Right. How can you give an opinion on something? When you, you've never, you right. Like, this ain't even your life. So, and it's just like, even that, like, I still find very very funny because you would think that gay men and trans women like you know can be cool can like at well, least have I have a lot of gay male friends you know good Judy's and I mean to the point where if I was ever in need they would come to my rescue if somebody was trying to harm me they will be on the front lines fighting for me. You know what I mean? But not every trans woman has that. A lot of trans women don't have a lot of, you know, allies, mm-hmm. you know, within the community. And so, yeah. I mean, because I know, like, it could be, like, the due to the lack of support. Because, you know, like you said, some women, um, trans women don't have the access of things that you can get to when it comes to transitioning or yeah. really finally living in your truth or, you know, having that family support around you so you know living in the times we live in where you know whoever you make your family is your family is not by blood or the family that you was born into but like those ones that you actually genuinely connect with um you know y'all are there for each other rather than that it don't matter whatever you need i got it i'm here um so and it's it's very unfortunate that you would think that other trans women got those things and the fact that they don't because i know I mean, you know, just keeping it real. Uh, and I know some women, when it comes to their transitioning, doing certain things, you know, they live a certain particular lifestyle. And I wonder with them, you know, escorting or having sex for money and things of that nature, is that the reason, like, it makes people just look at them different? It's like, dang, I know you want to be a woman, but now you got to, like, you, you got to be a hoe, too? Like, I'm, what, what's going on? Well, let me first clarify. Sex work is work. So we're not going to demonize or belittle or dehumanize a trans person's singular experience. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that has never been my experience. I've never had to engage in sex work. I've never had to, um, that's never been my story. So I can't speak on something that I, I know absolutely nothing about i know many of my sisters you know who have had to you know do that to survive 
And, you know, that's what they had to do, you know, because there was no other option for them. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, I've never had that experience. So I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the first thing about it. And, you know, no one should be demeaned or belittled because of their experience. Everyone's experience is different. So, yeah, my experience is that I've never had to engage in sex work and no one should be shamed for having to do what they have to do to survive. And I, I totally get it. Sex work is work. So, you know, you gotta live, you gotta pay bills, you gotta gotta eat, you gotta clothe yourself. You gotta do, you, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, my thing is, I feel like whatever your journey in life is or whatever it is, whatever you're doing, make sure you have an end goal, make sure you have an end plan, you know, and that because you don't want to do those things forever. I don't think anybody don't want to do those things. Better, what, did he, what did T.S. Madison say? Step your pussy out. <laughs> That's what she did, honey. Not that you, That's what she look, said. You, you look, you got to. You got to. You, hey. I just feel like you got to want better for yourself. Even with the gays, like you got to want better for yourself because I mean, a lot of them do sex work as well. And Hey, sex I've work never is had work. It doesn't matter. I've never had that experience. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, trans, or bi, or yeah. intersex. Sex work is work. That's a that's literally their nine to five. Hey, they so, out here making more money than me, probably. You know, and yeah. hey, living a best life. That part on the OnlyFans check. Okay, <laughs> might have to. You know, might I was thinking about doing OnlyFans myself, but I, I was like, I don't know. I thought about it because I was like, you know, I could do I mean, we all thought about it at some point. You know, yeah, we all thought about it at some point. I was like, I don't know, honey. But when I thought about those video editing skills, I said, oh no, nah, baby, I'm a fly. I'm okay. not gonna. They're not gonna. I'm not gonna get it any money. Uh-uh. Everybody, ain't, honey, everybody ain't able. I ain't able, child. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of work. That's literally a lot of like at home, ain't going nowhere. Being yeah. bust down Tatiana style, and it's just like, oh, oh my god! Oh, it's the bust down Tatiana for me. Okay, I'm just look. That's what they do. <laughs> that's, that's what they you do. are really giving it to us on this live, honey. I like the background. It's the background for me, friend. You know, just got to do what I got to do. Welcome to the graffiti wall. You know, my little art, my little shit. That's that's what that is. It is gray ass wall. Okay. <laughs> Get up here, honey. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Well. Like you ain't want to put no flowers, no roses, no. Um. Mm. You, ain't, you ain't want to put nothing up. I mean, there's me right there. Hey. Uh, of course, of course, you gonna have you up. You beautiful, so you gonna want to see yourself anywhere. You are kind. Thank you. That no, I actually got that drawing when I was in New York for my twenty. I want to say that was twenty. La la. Um, 2018. So I got that drawing when I was 28. So, so I got that on my birthday weekend when I was in New York. I keep forgetting you, young, well, younger than me. Thank you, Grandpa. <laughs> Thank you, you. Oh, Grandpa. Oh, oh. I grandpa mean, now. I mean, at this point, you might as well push senior citizen age. You know, no, no. Are, are you applying for your AARP? No. Oh, okay. Well, right. Good. How Good. old are you again? 17. Um, that's child molestation at that point. No, 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 no. I'm I'm an adult seventeen. There's a difference. Seventy <laughs> one. Yeah, you can say that. Okay. 
Uh, no, but seriously, I'm about to turn 31 next month in June. I'm going to be 31. Lucky you. You know, I'm honestly no shade. The life expectancy for a black trans woman is 35. And for me personally, that's alarming. That's, that's but like, why 35? Like, they don't. I honestly. They make I it or really, not make it past 35? A lot. You know, I, I know a lot of us women who have made it past 35 but in the recent killings a lot of the killings of black trans women they've all been women under the age not all but majority of them have been under the age of 35 you know and so it's really really alarming you know you know as i'm getting older i'm like oh god oh god oh god i'm nearing 35 i'm nearing 35 i'm nearing 35 and as a black woman, just as a black woman, period, I shouldn't have to, no one should ever have to live their life in fear. You know, mm-hmm. oh God, oh my God, am I going to make it? Oh God, I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, especially being a black trans woman, you shouldn't have to live your life like that. You should be able to live freely and open and unapologetically. And yeah, no one should be able to harm you because of who you love. But, you know, exactly. we have ignorant people in the world. So. Yeah, Hell, even some of the gays are still ignorant. I mean, as quiet as it's kept, you know, I, I said it. I said the gays really don't see it for the girls. Yeah, it's just, and I, and I think I've always said it was one of those things where, like, because they don't understand or they don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they know, they just want to act dumb. Some of them know, they, they got all the education, honey. Google is your best friend. Yeah. Okay. So, I know for me, I grew up in the time and era, I didn't have all of that. I had Ag Jeeves, I had newspapers. Um, typewriters <laughs> well, I'm um, and then you had me but you know like because i know for me i only can speak for myself i don't know about everybody else but i really had to learn about the whole trans experience like i'm not gonna lie i was never on board with it um it was like i did not hate them or i disliked them it's just for my own ignorance it was just like i didn't understand so i didn't want to like educate myself um, what actually what made me do it was because I have a, a, a trans brother. So he, seeing him go through his journey and his transition made me want to be a little bit more open because my thing for me, um, like I, I wanted to keep the bond and the connection. Like I still wanted to have, you know, that sibling, you know, ship, um, even though it's, he's not my sister. You better than me, Jeff. <laughs> He's not my sister anymore, you know, um, but that my brother, I had to respect the fact that, you know, someone that took care of me as a kid when I was younger is not, you know, I can't be like, oh, where my sister? And it's like, oh, shit, like, she's she's long gone. She doesn't exist. I don't have a sister. Um, I had a, I have a brother um, that I love, love dearly. Um, I just think, you know, our relationship was rocky at first going through his journey, but I think after everything, um, it made definitely made us stronger than ever. So I'm always going to support and be there, you know, with trans people, trans, black, strong people of men and women, you know, so always going to have my support. Like I said, it's it's not my life. I don't need that type of lifestyle or whatever you want to call it, you know, but it's just all about being understanding and loving and supporting, um, which is as human beings is what we ask for anyway. You know, that's right. why I always got to raise the eyebrow like, as gay black men, we ask for the same thing that trans Wait, black people ask for. You're gay? I'm just gay. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. 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 
You learn something new every day, every honey. Day. Clearly <laughs> didn't know you were gay. I'm, like, I'm a oh my. Oh, full lesbian. Full lesbian. Oh, so it's giving scissor. Okay, great. Yeah, give me great. <laughs> okay, great. It's giving full scissor. <laughs> giving scissor shift. Okay, thank you. You're like. And that's the end of my TED Talk. Thank you and good night. Okay. Not in the TED Talk. But, uh, but, you know, it's just, everything goes hand in hand. So if we want the love and respect and the understanding, then people just respect us for our lives and how we live our lives. Like, why can't we do the same? It's not like I'm asking about your bedroom life. I don't want to know about your household life. I don't want to know. I mean, it's like... There's my shoes, clothes, you know, the whole bit. So I'm not messing with you. Uh, <laughs> Y'all don't pay us no mind, child, okay? Because this is what we do. I have known this one for oh my god, how long has it been now, child? When did we meet? When I was like 25? 24, 25? I thought 26, like 25, 26. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm 33. Oh, well, hey, you said that with pride, honey. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, 2016. No, I had to have met you prior to. So I met you when I was 25. Yeah, because I had I I was because I wasn't in college that long. I literally right. I was college. I was still a butch queen then. You know. Yeah. Right, I was still a butch queen, you know. So you don't come in here, coming in uh, with that red officer uniform. <laughs> oh my gosh, you remember? Oh my god! <laughs> coming in with that red officer I used to work. I used to live. In, I lived in New York for six years, so I worked at Red Lobster on 125th Street and. If you didn't know who I was, honey, that's how I met a lot of people just from that singular experience of working um, on 125th Street at Red Lobster. Oh my God, in you Harlem. remember mm-hmm. in Harlem? You remember that? That was like a <laughs> lifetime ago. You start. You didn't want to send me my bread basket. Oh well, I bet when I did. When they said when they were setting up the, my table, I bet I did. Yeah. And look at you. We went from bread to here. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> look at God. Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It's weird because I used to have a massive crush on this one. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. You. Right. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really pointing we, in the camera. We still got a lot of good memories. We got more photos to take. Because I think the, the the last picture we have together was you came was to D- you came to DC for Pride was it was it Black Gay Pride or just I think it was Black Gay Pride but it was 2018 so well, had no 17 I was still living in New York but that was it was 18 it was 18 you came 2018. Yeah, because I had moved shortly after. Okay. And you were wearing that hot ass leather ensemble. It was see through. Whatever I, the shit was, honey. I'm like, I still have the pictures. <laughs> it's still on my social media. I really but I have is. but I have the pictures in my phone. 
It's weird because everybody was wondering. Because when you came up and spoke to me, all the boys was wondering, well, who is that? It's the local piece of trade, honey. She's got to get out. A local piece of trade, honey. One of my little trades that live in New York, child. The fall, it's the false trade for me. Yeah, you know, I was living in the hood, yes. Ooh. <laughs> and giving falsities <laughs> in the hood. Good. Thank you. Definitely giving falsities in the hood. Okay, it's the false. We should do a podcast about that. Falsities <laughs> in the hood. Okay. Especially in the projects. You know, you got to talk about the P. But no, you didn't live in the projects. I remember... No. It was off of the four train. Mm-hmm. I live right there on uh, one... Draw Map in one seventy. Yes. Ooh, Chad. I remember. Ooh. We ain't gonna talk about that. 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 You gonna have me on your head on this thing laughing all day. That's gonna be the. This gonna be the whole entire episode just laughing. <laughs> what it needs to give. I mean, but we're not gonna talk about that friend. Right. Memories. <laughs> I'm trying to okay. Let me see if I can bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh y'all gotta excuse me. Like this is this is us all day, every day, on every the ball, day. FaceTime. Like, this is what we give. We always cracking jokes. We I just, it, it gives we what it needs to like, get. Money. We always fucking kicking it. Like, let, y'all, look, I'm going to have to say that for another segment. But this this lady right here, I love her so much because she's just everything to me, honestly. Um, <laughs> I just, I love it. I love when it. You come, when you come at DC, friend. I don't know. I was actually going to plan on coming this year, but so many different things is like changing at my job. Well, you know, a lot of people are coming from Memorial Day weekend, so you might want to give that a consideration. Just throwing it out there. Sorry. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know. I I see what I can do. You know? (laughs) But despite your journey of things and, you know, just you being your authentic self and just loving yourself inside and out and stuff, like how has it been for you? Because I know most people's journey, you know, it's good for them. And sometimes it can be a couple of bumps in a row to kind of make them feel a certain, you know. For me, relatively speaking, I will say that my journey of self-discovery has been fairly easy compared to a lot of my sisters, whereas their journey of self-discovery has had a lot of um, roadblocks. Not saying that I am better than, not saying that I I was given a silver spoon. Absolutely not. I have had my own share of, you know, struggles, but... For the most part, my journey of self-discovery has been, it's been a blessing. I remember, because I think when I met you, I was still a butch queen and I, I, I'm very open about it. I was still a butch queen, still searching, still trying to figure out what I was going to do. Mind you, when we met, I was, I was all, from when I was little, I was always wearing girls clothes. So there was nothing remotely other than how I like looked as far as like masculine, like as far as features, 
There was nothing remotely masculine about me. I was always very dainty and very soft and very feminine. So it came as no surprise, you know, to my family when I decided to do this, to, you know, embark on the journey of self-discovery that I would go, you know, all the way. Um, The biggest issue for my family, I think it was... It's still some some of we're still some of them are still learning pronouns. You know, they're still learning how to call me L instead of Darnell. And it's like it's kind of like okay, we're 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 still we're still there. But what I learned is that everything takes time. Rome was not built in a day, it's just it is what it is. Um For me personally, um, I remember I just, I had gotten so tired of playing both roles because I was always, you know, feminine and androgynous. And, you know, I lived my life as a feminine androgynous boy for what, 25 years of my life. And so I remember, you know, I was living in New York at the time and I was wrestling with the decision. I was going back and forth. Am I going to do this? Am I going to not? And back then I was so concerned about what other people were going to say. Oh my God, what are people going to say? What are they going to think? And mostly for me, I was scared only because of my mom. My mother is my world. She is my heartbeat. She is the wind beneath my wings. She is, she is everything to me. So for me, Telling my mom was the the most, by far the most scariest thing I've ever had to do in my adult life. Um, And I didn't want her to find out through another source. I didn't want her to find out on social media. I didn't want her to find out through a relative or a cousin or a family member. I wanted to look at her in her face and I wanted to tell her. And so... I remember um, I was 25 at the time. I remember, I remember this because May. Oh wow, it's been six years now. Yep. So May sec May second, 2016 was when I first got my first hormone shot, and that was literally six years ago. And how befitting, it's May 5th, 2021. Look at that. Um, I remember getting my first hormone shot and I was scared out of my mind because I said, oh God, I have to tell her, I have to tell her. And so I remember going home, I came back to DC to, I booked a ticket just for the day and I came home and I looked my mom in her face and I I went home to her house and I, I sat on the edge of her bed and I told her, I said, I'm transitioning, you know, from male to female, you know, and I was like, if you don't want me to come around anymore, I don't have to, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. And I was, you know, I was crying because I was like, oh God, what if she, what if she says she doesn't want me to come around? Like all of the things that I thought about, like ran through my head. I just thought, oh God, I just prepared myself for the worst. She could have easily said, oh no, I'm done. This is too much because literally I'm going to be honest. I put my mom through a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, honey, a Barbara done went through the ringer with me, honey, with all mm. of my, and like with everything. So I don't put Miss Lady, I don't put Miss Girl, Miss Lady yeah, through a let lot. Me, let me tell you, you got to, you got to give people a little bit of the backstory and why, like, because of your family. Like, it was interesting to me when you told it me. Just, 
So, so like I understood the breakdown. My, my fam, I'm Liberian. Most people don't really like. Most people will see me on Instagram, uh, Barbara Jean's daughter, um, using the hashtag Liberian girl. My parents are from Liberia, West Africa. So in my culture, it's not really something that we sort of talk about. It's sort of still even till this day, even with all of the progression and the, you know, the the newness of everything is still sort of taboo, but it was taboo for me because I grew up under the glare of the spotlight of my father. For those that don't know, my father served as the former U.S. ambassador from Liberia. So my parents were African diplomats. So I grew up not with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I grew up with this, this innate sense of, I couldn't do what a lot of the other kids did because of who my father was. I sort of had to sort of walk a fine line, you know? And so when I decided to, you know, transition, it was a lot. Like it was a lot. It came with a lot. Um, My father unfortunately passed away when I was 15. So we really didn't have that much of a connection. Um, we, We weren't close at all that was we weren't at all so my mom sort of became my anchor and so my mom um from day one I mean my mom has seen me wear skirts heels I mean my mom my sisters my brothers my family like they've seen everything so for me when I decided to go home and tell her I didn't know what she was going to say but to my surprise she said well if this is what's going to make you happy, then okay. I mean, because at this point, Barbara done seen everything. She, she, I done put on heels. She done seen every goddamn thing. Child. At this point, it's like, okay, what else are you going to give us, honey? Okay. okay. Like, what else is going to happen when you walking around? Right. And so she just, she just wants me to be happy. And so that was her biggest thing. As long as you're happy doing what you're doing, then okay. My mom is not the type of woman that is going to march in a gay pride parade and wave a flag. She's not, that's not her. She's she's not going to do that. (laughs) But all she wants is for her daughter to be happy. And so, you know, um, my mom, um, Affectionately, she's been calling me Nelly since I was a kid. So she still calls me that. And even though my name is L, you know, she'll say it when we're in public and, you know, when we're out and people are asking her about me. But at home, I'm Nelly. That's a good thing. That's just for her. That's, that's, we have that, you know, we have that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, because you have a baby. So, I'm honestly, I'm really grateful for my mom. I would probably be lost without her. And, you know, my siblings, I love them. No, like, don't get me wrong. I love my siblings, but they just need a little bit more time to grow. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I don't really have that much of a close relationship with a lot of them anymore only because they they need more time to grow i yeah. that's 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 the best way that i i can explain it now some of my siblings 
they're cool they're okay with it but like a lot majority of them they still needed a little bit more time to grow and so no i mean that's understandable because people also have to understand when you're live when you get to a point in your life where you're living in your truth and you're just being your authentic self and like it's just you like of course um i i'm going to feel you know um what's the word i'm looking for I'm going to feel happy for being able to express myself and share with you that I am who I am and you just, you know, willingly want to still love me, but also take that time with getting to know me, getting to know the person that I am now, which you see in front of you, even though that my lifestyle is not something that you mostly agree with, but you will still respect me because you love me and just love who I am. Um, that's why you tell it now. I'm like, I totally understand. Cause I remember when, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but remember you were so scared to tell me. <laughs> I know because like, honestly, cause, cause I really... was talking at the time and you was giving me that look like, child, I don't know if this boy gonna tell me the fuck out his place and he don't deal with that shit. For and... those that don't know, <laughs> we honestly, no shade. This was such a long time ago. Like, I love him. We're still really good friends. And yeah, but that, dude, child, that was a lifetime ago. It feels like a lifetime ago now. But honestly, I honestly, because I didn't know, because for so long, guys never wanted to deal with me because I was so feminine. So I grew up in the age of no fats, no femmes. I don't know if they still say that today, you know, but, um, it was giving very much that. And so I did not know how you were going to take that. And so, yes, my heart was beating out of my chest, bitch. I didn't know what the fuck you was going to say. You know, you could have been like, oh, bitch, oh, nah. I ain't with that baggy shit. Oh, nah, bro. We right, nah, like this shit. nah, we ain't doing that. You could have gave, gave all of that, but you didn't. Honestly, I thank you so much. I mean, it was not easy. It's not easy, but you never made me feel like I was less than. Whatever, how, whatever and however I decided to show up, you just embraced it. And so for, for me, like if I never told you thank you, I'm saying it now. Thank you. You know, because I, I we we here, so I'm like I fuck with you. Like I didn't like it didn't. What's your sign again? Oh, you a Valentine's Day baby? That's why. Wow, I'm a curious. Oh, that's why. <laughs> really, you got to play. God. And I'm a Cancer, child. My mom's a Cancer, so yeah. You know, I mean, but like that stuff, like I said in. My own time when you lived and you have experienced certain things, like that stuff went by. Like I feel like if I didn't have that um, experience and where I used to, when I've dated a trans person before, a black trans woman, like then that probably would have been something. But I'm like, no, I've, I've dated a black trans woman before. I a lot of people, oh my god, a lot of people don't now, know that. Oh my gosh, now I remember because I, I remember. Have. 
Oh my God. Now I remember because remember when like you were like, oh God, what's wrong? And I, I don't think I started crying, but like, I was like really sad. And you yeah. were like, what is going on with you? And I was like, I have something to tell you. And you just looked at me and I couldn't even look at you because that's how, pe- oh my God. Now I remember I was so petrified. Because I, I remember, because you started crying. I was just like, oh, I was like, come here. I was like, it's going to be all right. <laughs> and you were just like, what the fuck is this lady crying for, child? Like, because I did not know what you were going to say. Uh, look. And now, here we are, child. Started from the bottom, now we here. We here. <laughs> what, what, they, what they say, this is how it started. This is is where we at now. And it's weird because when I started to transition, remember the day you did my hair? Mm -hmm. Yes, you curled my honey, curled the girls. (laughs) Wait, they they didn't call them bundles back then. It was tracks. Girl, curl the girls tracks. Come on and curl the girls tracks. Okay. You was like, wait, you know how to do hair? I'm like, I mean, I do my shit, but I'm like, I'm very multi talented. I'm like, I can do hair. You was like, oh, I'm about to get my sh- and you gonna do my hair. I was like, I'm- just let me know. Just- honey, he curled the girl's tracks, honey. <laughs> you was like, okay. I can do this thing. Get you somebody that's multifaceted, honey. Okay, yeah. that jack of all trades, honey. Turn it that's on and turn it off. It. It's- like, I'm just look. I'm just saying. Like you, I, I feel like you need to learn how to do a lot of things. Well, I know for me, I wanted to know how to do certain things because, like, yeah, I live the lifestyle that I live. But like, eventually, like, I want kids. I want a boy and a girl. So like, I'm not. It's, look, I'm not about to send my. I'm not about to send my daughter to the hair salon. I'm about to be like, get your ass over here. We about to. Oh, great! Because I don't do that shit. <laughs> All right, I go to the salon. Shout out to Kayla because she works her magic. <laughs> no, okay. Like, I just, I've always said, like, I, I really, like, when I have kids, like, I really want to be very invested and very hands-on with my kids. Like, I don't want them, even as hard as I work, I don't want them to feel like like I've never been there or I'm not there, I'm not present. I, w- I want to give them that. Were you trying to go half on a baby? Is that what you were saying? Oh. Okay, it's a sipping of the wine for me. Okay. Okay. You gonna have you gonna carry it? You gonna carry both of them? Who is doing that? It's called surrogate. Oh, you don't want to mess up your model body? That's that's what that is. You don't. You don't want to mess up your curves. Who doing that, child? I work hard for this shit. Fuck you that. <laughs> Jogging don't count. And that is the end of our TED Talk. Thank you and good night. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just, you know, shit, shit happens. It is what it is. You here? Look at this. Must be 31. I know. Oh my gosh. Don't remind me. You the 31 you now, what would you have said to like the 14, 15 year old you? I would have said it gets better. Don't give up. It gets better. Gotta keep on trucking, right? 
Yeah. It's so weird. I always say that if Darnell didn't go through the fire, then El Michelle wouldn't have come out on the winning side. That's how I view that. My whole experience. And most, let me be honest, I'm very open. I'm an open book. So yes, I, I say my old name. It is what it is. I don't hide it. I mean, most girls ain't like me. They ain't gonna say it. They're gonna be like, oh, nah, bruh. They be like, who? They be like, who that? Who that? I don't know that person. I acknowledge, <laughs> I acknowledge him for all that he was and all that he tried to be, you know? But he helped me become the woman that you see you know, that's before you. So, yeah. I'm so, just happy to yeah. be a part of the journey. Not like, everybody's like me. Look, so, I'm, yeah. I'm just happy to have been a part of the journey just to see, like, the process well, I'm and how you started. I'm, a, I'm glad I'm that wrong. you... I mean, I'm glad that you accepted the journey because you could have chosen to just be like, uh, you need to cut it. We <laughs> you could have gave very much snip, snip, clip, clip. <laughs> No, but I mean, just just be honest. You could have, yeah, at any given moment, but you didn't. I mean, because you didn't judge me like from my past or whatever. Like a lot of people that don't know, like I've been in jail before, all of that stuff. I have a street pass. She understood that. She knew that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like it was a win-win for both of us. What we say: Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Nobody is perfect. No one. I don't care. Who you are, nobody is perfect. We all have skeletons in our closet. So. I'm just burning minds and cremating them bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Now y'all see why I cannot deal with him, honey. Uh -uh. This is why I can, I cannot. Can I deal with me? (laughs) This is why I can't, I can't. I'm just saying, you know. But um, with that being said, you like to play games. Well, you still playing the game, child. How long we been at this, child? Okay. You still playing games, child, but okay. <laughs> okay, oh. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to play my favorite game. My favorite game that I love is tea and hot chocolate. It's a tea. And hot chocolate will say tea. And hot chocolate will say tea. And hot chocolate. Ah. <laughs> you gonna give them the 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 the, 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 the. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I get with you. So the purpose of this game, tea hot chocolate, I'm just gonna ask you a couple questions. Um if you feel no, like you've been asking questions all night. What's what's new? I, I, this has been a conversation. I haven't been asking no questions. Okay. You've been so if you feel like it's factual or the question has some you know right purpose to it you know you just say tea hype popping tea if you want to explain and give you an explanation on the reason you can same with hot um hot chocolate so if i ask the question and you just feel like it's just it's a shitty mess it's just it's not real you know uh you just say that and okay. just kind of just go from there. <laughs> okay. I just like that you're giving me the space. You like, I okay. mean, I don't know if you're gonna ask me, but okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll start you off with a warm up and then we just go from there. You, you think you're ready? 
I'm ready. You, you should be fine. You good. You like you you did ace this whole thing this far. These questions ain't gonna be nothing. Okay. okay. <laughs> Question number one: Tea and hot chocolate. Being visible makes trans people important. Does it? Absolutely. Would like to elaborate? I mean, trans visibility is essential. It's vital. You know, if we're not visible, how can we be count- accounted for? That makes so much sense. I, I'm with you. There we go. Next. <laughs> She's like, look, I'm, I'm about to be like dragging this out. <laughs> I can't. Seeing <laughs> hot chocolate. Question number two. Can the foundation of a black gay man and black trans people be stronger within this generation? It can be stronger if people are willing to let down their ego and put their pride aside and come together and work together for the greater good. So you say 50, 50, see hot chocolate. Yeah. If if people are able to come together and put down their egos and put their pride aside and, you know, work together because we're already a marginalized community. We're already marginalized when we go out of our door we walk we already we're black that's one then we're gay then we're trans we're already marginalized from the moment we leave our door every single day but then we have the nerve to turn around and do it amongst so our own people that's mm-hmm. come on like for that's, real that's, really that's very disgusting so yeah if people would just let down their egos and you know put their pride aside and really come together for the greater good i really believe that you know change can happen I'm with you. Last and final question. You ready? Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Tea or hot chocolate? Do you feel that now is there more representation for black, gay, trans people in the community? Like right now, you see on television, magazines, music, videos, all of that. Absolutely. 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 You know, um, when I was coming up, there was no representation. We, I didn't know what a transgender person was, you know, mm-hmm. for me, essentially, this is what 2006, 2005, six, you know, back then I was just known as the feminine androgynous, you know, fag that, you know, walked the halls and wore clothes. You know, women's clothing. I was called every derogatory name in the book. You know, so we've made significant strides. You know, with shows like Pose and um, um, with like writers like um Janet Mock and you know Laverne. Well, what like Laverne Cox, the actress? Yes, she's an actress. I'll say model, but like with like I think she read a book too. Yeah, so yeah, Yeah. Laverne Cox and um, Carmen Electra, you know, there's like so many, you know, trans, you know, pioneers and people that people can look up to. Um, Yeah, so I think that representation is important because if not, how can we be accounted for? That's absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, 
of course, always, unfortunately, I hate when these type of topics and conversations come to an end. But I hope everybody, you know, you guys love this. You take something from this. You embrace it. And you just kind of just educate yourself because you just, you never know. You never know when you may need help from you know anyone whether they're straight they're gay they're trans like you don't know who god will put you in your life to help you better your life or just structure your life in any way shape or form however with that being said i want to thank my good good judy my good girlfriend here miss l michelle for coming on and just taking the time out of her schedule to do this i'm very appreciative um, I, I haven't said I it mean, enough, I'll say it again, you know. You like, know you my boo, so it don't really even matter. Like, you know, I'm like, I love this woman. She's amazing. I've seen her grown so much over the past couple of years, and she's still working hard. Like, this is the hardest working woman that I've ever met in my entire life. Like, don't, she's Don't lie always... to the people now. Don't, don't lie to the people, Jeff. But, just... but you got to mean, I'm just saying, like, the work that you do with, like, healthcare, trans rights, like, you do... All of that stuff. Like, I mean, you still alive. Might as well give your flowers now. You know um, what I'm saying? Thank you. So, ain't no point to wait. Like, you're like you're really doing it amongst within the community and the youth, and just just being you. You're a very authentic, beautiful self, and I just love it. I love all of it. Um, you know, would you like to drop Sorry. any social media handles? Not gonna to marry you at this point. Sorry, it's a little <laughs> too late for that. But yeah. Um. So you can catch me on Instagram at Barbara Jean's daughter. Yes, my mother's name is Barbara Jean, and I'm her daughter, Barbara Jean's daughter. B a r b a r a. Because you know, some some of y'all don't know how to spell Barbara, so you know they say barbecue. Okay. Right. Thank you. Okay. It, it is Barbara Jean's daughter. daughter. Okay. You can find me on Instagram. My page is private. So, yeah. I mean, that part. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, you know how I always say if you can't kick you with your Judy's, then who can you kick you with? Okay. <laughs> I want to thank everybody. For tuning in, for anyone that catches this episode or come and watch, especially off of YouTube, please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. Also, hit the notification bell every time that I upload and drop a video. Um, so, yet again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Singly Gay. I want to thank my special Judy, uh, Miss L. Michelle, again for, you know, just passing on through and dropping these gems and jewels, baby, for the people and speaking for the community and also just being able to be open and authentic and telling her own story and her truth and living in her truth. Um, we love you guys and have a good night. Bye. Bye <laughs>